Hi, I'm Lourdes. Hi. <laughs> so fake. I never say hi. Hi, I'm Lourdes. And I'm Eric, but you can call me Tello. This show is a family-oriented show, but it's oriented from the adult perspective. We talk about adult situations, and very often we use adult language. So if there's any kids in the room, kick their asses out. They don't belong here right now. Unless they want to learn something about life. Right. This may not be suitable for children. And I'd like to add, I don't want to make anybody mad, and I love my family and friends. I do too. Let's get started. There we go. It's time to say hello to the number two podcast. We're gonna talk about stuff that might gross you out a little bit. Or we talk about how our family drives us crazy. But we still love them so much except for Lord this cause she's a bad person. But I'm here to keep her on the straight and narrow cause I'm so good and I have a big heart. Big heart, big heart, big heart, big heart, big heart, big heart. That was really good. Big heart, big heart, big heart, big heart. Really good. Big heart, I'm such a good person. I'm so awesome and people love me. I'm so popular, but no one listens to the number two. That was just to hype me up because it make you look bad. I didn't really have to do that. You know, you don't really have to make other people feel bad to make you feel better. But I do feel better now that I've made you look bad. I know, but you know what? I think that runs in our family. (laughs) (laughs) Any specific examples? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. I've actually, for myself, though, like sometimes if I'm in a a passive-aggressive mood, which is all the time. I've noticed. Um. Yeah, sometimes I feel like I don't, I feel like I know what I'm doing, and then not until I see, let's just use Luis as an example, him getting upset, then I'm like, oh man, I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, they say many a truth is said in jest. And by Mm. in jest, I don't mean like, you know, you're eating something. I mean in jest. You jokingly say things to get away with saying the truth so you don't get in trouble. Yeah. I know. I'm there's guilty of that, too. S- there's a saying in Spanish, um, un borracho dice la verdad. <laughs> a drunk tells the truth? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me knowing Spanish. Way to go, cuz. So. Yeah, speaking of drunk, we didn't record yesterday like we normally do. Why was that? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Um, Luis and I went out Friday night. Um, we went to see a Mexican band that came to one of the local little clubs that we haven't been to in forever. And, um, it lasted till about 2 a.m. So we were on our way home and I'm sorry, let me back up. We actually yeah, decided back up. to First go. First of all, y'all are like old. Yeah, you're going out like you're still in high school, staying out till two in the morning. You have kids to take care of. 
Because they can take care of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we normally don't. Especially you normally, going you normally out. don't take, take care of your kids? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we normally, we haven't been out in a really long time. And I'm talking probably about, I don't honestly remember the last time we went to a Mexican dance. And so there was this group that he really wanted to see. And I kind of wanted okay. to go. So Hang on, wait, like, wait. Let's go. Let me just stop you real fast. Uh, I remember when we were younger, y'all would go to the Mexican dances a lot when you were teenage years, and mm-hmm. uh, that was not really my thing, but I went one time with y'all, and this is what the experience was for me. We walk in, I'm with you, uh, your sisters, and and your mom, and, you know, I'm, I'm going, you know, I'm teenage years, I'm looking for, uh, very shy, by the way, even shyer than I am now. So as much as I wanted to look around and find somebody to dance with, I, there was no way I was going to have the balls to ask somebody. But anyway, we're there, and you're looking around. You're like, look at all these people staring at us. Why are they staring? I'm, I'm looking around looking for these people staring at us, and I didn't see anybody staring at us. I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> She's looking for trouble. So cut to 20-something years later, you're out with your husband. How different That hasn't this? changed. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I feel like people look at us. It's like... uh. I, I have changed. And I have told Luis I'm going to work on that. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why I don't like to go out. But going out to a, a Mexican dance here in Beaumont, it's gotten really expensive. I'm just going to go out. I'm just going to put it out there. It was $45 a ticket. Oh that my was in goodness. advance. So it was $90. The place doesn't op- didn't open until 9. We got there around 9.30. They no longer have just like available seating inside this club. You have to pay to sit either at a booth, a table, or in bar stools around the dance floor. That's like a, so, that's like sitting in the VIP section at a gentleman's club. Okay. Not that I've, I've ever never been to done a, that. Neither have I. <laughs> Not that I've ever been to a gentleman's club, mom. But from <laughs> what I've heard, and believe me, I've never been able to afford the VIP section. Anyway. Well, so just to get in and sit down, we were already in like $110. <laughs> we hadn't even watched the band play or anything. It's a good thing your kids are old enough to take care of themselves because $110, and if you had to pay for babysitting on top of that. Thank goodness they're old enough. Because <laughs> why don't you just go but, to the movies? No. So wait, that didn't even include any of the drinks, like if we wanted to, to drink. So, and I know y'all, y'all probably got fucked up. Um, I had, neither one of us really had dinner, so it didn't take much for <laughs> me to start filling my alcohol. But, so, we paid for our seatings. Um, Christian and Jessica went, uh, Julie and Augustine. Your, your nephew and, and his yes. wife. Okay. And uh-huh. And then cousin. Julie and Augustine, my cousin. And so, Luis and I, so it's, you know, six of us. Well... Um, we're sitting down. Well, if you don't have a chair, you can still stand up and sit close to the dance floor, which was unfortunately next to Julie. Did you say you can stand up and sit next to the dance floor? No. Well, Julie, because we had paid seating, could sit down. But the people standing next to her could not because they didn't buy a chair. (laughs) (laughs) Long story short, I noticed that the ladies kept 
getting super close to Julie and like we're bumping into her and Julie's pregnant right now. And to top, I mean, going in. How much did she drink that night? She just had water and sucked on some limes. I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, I'm just joking. <laughs> and I was like, Julie, are you okay? Because if you want, we can trade places. <laughs> I'll sit next where you're sitting. And so anyway, she had to tell the lady a couple of times to stop bumping into her, stop putting her hair in her face because oh my every time the lady would move. Yeah. Wait, was it really crowded there? It was crowded where they were standing because all of the ladies that were standing there thought that they could fit comfortably and not worry about the person that paid sitting next to them. Oh, okay. That's why they thought that's what was crowded right there. They all wanted to stand together. Um, so I could feel tension throughout the night with them. One in particular went to the restroom. Did you say Juan in like, particular? <laughs> Juan in particular. She was what probably was Juan a Juan doing? in the, she was a Juan in disguise. <laughs> She bumped into me, and I was like, oh, no, you just did not do that. And <laughs> <But laughs> one the other lady said, oh, no, we're sorry. Da, da, da. So, okay. Okay, so wait. We're, well, we're, how, about how old were these women? Um, They looked maybe to be in their, I'm going to say in their 30s. Okay. I could be totally so wrong. They, all right, so they're old enough to not be looking for trouble and stuff like that, or at least shouldn't be. Yes. All that should be out um, of your system by now. Right. So I felt throughout the night that there was a little tension there. But again, I was like, Luis was like, you know, I was like, I can't help it. I'm going to, I'm not going to look over there. He's like, okay, whatever. Well, we come back from dancing and the same lady that bumped into me in the restroom was sitting in Julie's chair. It just like, oh, made me so mad because I'm like, okay, first of all, you know, you didn't pay for that chair. Second of all, you've been bumping into my cousin all night. Third of all, you're giving me ugly eyes. And fourth of all, I just don't like you. <laughs> so I went up to her and I was like, this is not your chair. You did not pay for this chair. Get you, up. You said it like that? Yeah, I told her in Spanish. Can you, can I was you like, say this in, is not. No, no, say it in Spanish right now. I was like, eso no es tu silla. Tu no pagaste para sentar ahí. And she looked at me like, uh. And I was like, yeah, this is not your chair. And she got up. And I was like, thank you. And I moved the chair back. You and said, she kinda, gracias. I really didn't say thank you. I just kind of like looked at her like, go she ahead. Grassy ass. <laughs> and so I was like, Louise, I'm so mad because this whole night, had they given me a different vibe or like smiled or been a little more friendlier, yeah. I wouldn't have cared if they sat in Julie's chair while Julie wasn't there and Julie was dancing. And know, know that they'd get up and move when she got back. But to think you can just sit there because you're you're tired and you didn't want to pay to sit down? No, not on me, you're not. So we end the night there. We decided to go eat at IHOP. Oh, my goodness. No, at I like, mean, no, I, I love IHOP. It just sounds like, it just sounds like there's more trouble following. Mm-hmm. I used to have those late night dinners. Well, we're driving down, um, we're on the highway, Luis and I, we got rear-ended, and obviously, we weren't, thank God, tensed up, like, to know we were going to be hit. Yeah. We were sitting, we were laughing in the car, driving, talking, and then just like, kabam, and we were like, oh, shit, we just got hit. Oh, man. And thankfully, it wasn't. Because 
I think we were going about 60, 65, because that's the normal speed limit. We weren't speeding. Um, well, maybe you should have been. You wouldn't have been rear-ended. <laughs> okay, so we pull over, and the guy, um, we have to get off the highway. Luis was, like, pulled over on the side of the highway, opening the car door, and I'm like, what are you, crazy? <laughs> People get hit and killed on this highway because of exactly what we're doing. I was like, get back in. Let's just exit and whatever. So we pull over and the guy gets out of his truck. It's a GMC truck and his front bumper's like all bent in. You look at my car and it looks like nothing is wrong. Wait, were you in your car or Luis's truck? No, we were in my car. Oh, okay. And, um, the guy, Luis is telling the guy, like, hey, man, what happened? He's like, I didn't see y'all. I saw y'all put your brake light on. And I'm like, no, we didn't. We did not put our brake light on on the highway. There was no one in front of us. There was nothing. He was like, I just didn't see you. And Luis was like, was telling me in Spanish that he, he Luis looked through the rearview mirror and the side mirror. And he said he didn't even see him behind us at all. So to me, this dude had to have been coming pretty fast. Yeah. And I think when he did see us, he did slow down, but it was too late. Had he not slowed down and just kept going at his speed, I, I feel like it could have really been bad. Oh my Immediately, because my back starts like burning in the yeah. back. Like, like someone had punched me in the back. <laughs> <laughs> or like you've just been hit by a truck. <laughs> yes. And Luis is like, oh my gosh, my neck. I'm like, my back. My neck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for some reason, I felt he, we didn't end up, we did not call the police, um, oh. for whatever reasons. Okay. Um, and the guy gave me his insurance and I told Luis, I was like, I'm going to call and I'm going to try whatever to do whatever I can right now. Two thirty in the morning. Yeah. Uh, in a not so good neighborhood, um, I'm calling this guy's insurance, and I told Luis, like, if the insurance stuff doesn't go through, I said, I have to call the police. Yeah, I mean, definitely. so <clears throat> I get through, we're doing all the information over the phone with his insurance, and the police pull up. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Two police SUVs pull up. And uh, by then, though, I was actually through with making the claim uh-huh. and the agent or the uh, representative was giving me my claim the claim number and I didn't have a pen oh. <laughs> did you ask the cop for a pen I did <laughs> <laughs> and it was like he was like kind of irritated already he just like handed it to me like get out of my face oh my goodness Um, but we did not end up filing a police report which I don't know how I'm praying and I would uh, appreciate just positive vibes and prayers that everything goes through. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what ended up happening is the trunk of my car, which we did discover while we were all still there in front of the police, in front of the guy. Yeah. Um, the trunk of my car will not close. Oh no. Yeah. Um, you didn't I've, have a body in there, did you? No, thank goodness I took it out. <laughs> oh, those blow-up dolls. No, I'm joking. Gross. <laughs> um, so we 
the police officer was very nice. The guy left. Um, the irritated police officer? Yeah, it was actually two. Um, they were kind of, I felt like they didn't believe the guy that had hit us because his, like I said in the beginning, his front bumper was completely like smushed in. Yeah. And you look at my car and you're like, what hit that? Yeah. <laughs> and the officer was like, did that happen before you hit her? And he was like, no, it just, this is a result of me hitting them from the, from, you know, rear ending them. He was like, that looks pretty messed up. He was like, well, I'm not going to worry about it. I just want to make sure that they're okay and they get their insurance stuff, you know. Yeah. We get the insurance stuff taken care of. So I kind of felt like the guy that hit us was messed up, possibly. Messed um, up. Under the influence of something, maybe. He didn't seem, I feel like it probably, when he, when it, he hit us, I feel like Sometimes they say when you um, are buzzing or you're drunk yeah, and something happens, you, it kind of scares it out of you. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Sobered up real fast. Yeah. Um, so we left. I guess it was about, by the time that was all over with, it was like three. And uh, Luis and I still went to IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man, you're hungry. <laughs> Well, and by the time we got home and, you know, whatever, it was like five something. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, late. my goodness. Yeah. So yesterday was pretty rough. Uh, we had a small little birthday celebration for Isabel's 19th birthday. And I was like, it's going to be really small, simple. I'm not going to cook that much. I feel like I cooked so much food. <laughs> Do you have a lot left over? Um, not really. I had a, a almost a whole pan of potato salad left. Yeah. But for the most part, it looked like a lot of food. But I guess we were all really hungry or something. <laughs> so. Well, you shouldn't have was, been. You had IHOP at like four in the morning. All I had was two pancakes and water. Oh my goodness, that's that nothing. Yeah, why I even know. go? You gotta get some bacon and eggs. Are you kidding sausage. me? Sausage. You're really going to freak out when I tell you what Luis gets every time he goes to IHOP. What's that? <laughs> what? A Philly cheesesteak sandwich. <laughs> At IHOP? With french fries. And then he'll take he'll take the other, like, I ordered a stack of pancakes, but three of them are for him. <laughs> and, I, and I usually eat two. Or if I order a breakfast, then he gets the pancakes. Oh, my goodness. I know, right? Such badasses. No, I mean, I didn't even know IHOP sold Philly cheesesteaks. That's his deal at IHOP. Okay. Hey, look, man, you know, I have my rituals too. Forget the pancakes, what they're known for. Yeah. <laughs> the Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my eventful, I, well, it wasn't really Friday night. It was yesterday morning. Yeah, really. Friday night, what did I do? I came home from work. And I think I ate dinner and fell asleep. I would have liked to have done that. Yeah. Um, it was probably about almost 8 o'clock before we were really starting to wrap things up last night. Uh-huh. It may have even been a little later. And, of course, that's when the sleep 
was really hitting me. Like I was like, okay, guys, it's time for everybody to go. <laughs> I didn't tell them that, but your brother was like, yeah, you look a little tired. A little. You tell me you were up till five o'clock in the morning, like you were a teenager still. Yeah, kind of. I didn't. Yeah, did. Look, when but, I was younger. Yeah. I used to be like, when you're going out with me, bring your sunglasses because the sun's going to be up by the time we get home. <laughs> I can't do that anymore. Like, I'm, I try and be in bed by 10 o'clock. If I can be in bed by 9, oh, man, it feels like such a great thing. Yeah. And naps. I, um, oh, my goodness. Naps are my best friend. <laughs> I can't take naps. I get headaches. Well, that's because you wake up too soon or you're, you, I don't know, maybe you, uh, you're pulled out of it before you go through the full REM cycle. Yeah. I guess. Rim cycle. Remember that um, rim job? <laughs> <laughs> no, rim as in R-E-M. Rapid eye movement. Okay. <laughs> Not a freaking rim job. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty much what happened. <laughs> now I'm hoping that I can get my car fixed. And I really can't drive it because now all of a sudden... Um, all these sensor lights are on, like engine light. Uh, well, you haven't taken it to. Oh, I guess because it just happened. You haven't. Yeah, really I called. Mechanic. I called um the Acura place, and they're not open until tomorrow. Plus, okay. I have to wait for the adjuster to call me, which I'm feeling that I'm just gonna go ahead and take it to Acura and tell them I'm dropping it off. I don't know. I really don't know what to do. Well, look, before all this happened, though, uh, did you at least have a good time at the, what, was it a concert? Um, It was, a, I guess you could say a miniature concert. Why? Because. It's what, just in a club. It, it was live music, group. though, right? Yeah. Okay. Did they play your favorite song? Um. No, but it's funny that you did that because now that kind of reminds me of my dad because he said that when he called. <laughs> oh, did your dad call you? No, he was there. Oh, he was there? <laughs> <laughs> yes. What do you have to say? He didn't say much. Um, you, think they he didn't... Sta- you think he stayed out till 5 o'clock that morning? Maybe. They were actually going to IHOP too, but we we went to a different one. On purpose? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, um, yeah. I mean, not, not that I, I wouldn't. I would go eat with my dad. He eats kind of disgusting. Not kind of. He no, eats I've, like yeah, bad. I've seen, yeah, I've seen he him. smacks a lot. <laughs> I remember one time years ago, we went to a seafood restaurant and he ordered a bowl of raw clams. Mm. Yeah, and I, I sat right across from him as he ate that. It was disgusting. It was a lot of slurping. Uh, a lot of uh, gooey stuff that was around his mouth. Oh, yeah. it's gross. Yeah, Loopy oh, was, was so actually <laughs> Loopy was actually given a description yesterday to Stacy and Stacy, my sister. Yes. Okay. And <laughs> talking about how it's, I don't know why he, I don't know. He just he's he's a smacker and a. <laughs> It sounds so weird. <laughs> and he toothpicks all the time. Oh, no. <laughs> but I think my brother got that from him. Not so much the toothpicking, but Alex smacks, too. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. But, 
Yep, that was pretty much it, cuz. All right. It was quite an eventful weekend. Well, cuz, it seems like you're living more like a single person than I am. I don't do anything. In fact, um, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that's not a bad thing, because honestly, I would have preferred to not have to go through any of this <laughs> stuff well, no, and been at home. No, I mean, it's good to go out and do stuff, especially, you know, mm-hmm. with your husband. So it's nice yeah. that y'all can do that. I I have, uh, I thought I've been under a budget for a while, but it turns out that I, I didn't know what the hell a budget was. I recently got reintroduced to um, a, an author named, well, he's, he's an author and radio host and stuff like that. His name is Dave Ramsey. You ever heard of this guy? I think so. The, uh, the Dave Ramsey? <laughs> shut up. Now, he's like a financial guy, and he wrote a book called The Total Money Makeover, and I just recently listened to the audio book, and it made a lot of sense. It's it's like trying it's like a plan to get out of debt, and I, you know, after going to college a second time and having trouble finding work when I first moved here, I racked up quite a lot of debt, and... I haven't really made a plan to try and get out of that debt. I just assumed that I'd be paying on student loans the rest of my life, which I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So this guy's process made a lot of sense. But before I get into that, you know how sometimes I, s- I say, like, if we might be living in a simulation? Yes. Okay. Well, a friend of mine had told me about this guy, Dave Ramsey, a long time ago, and I, I didn't really pay much attention to her. Not... Not to come off sounding like a rude guy, but um, she introduced... It wasn't the, important. Well, no, I mean, like, I, I should have been, you know, more into my finances then, but she, she, the way she introduced him to me was, like, he was something that she found out through her church. And I was like, oh, religious guy teaching about finances. It's, it's all going to be about... You it's know, a this. scam. Yeah, exactly. It's a pyramid of way to make money. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> And, uh, you know, she was a nice girl. I, I had a crush on her at the time. She was very beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> uh, but she would ask questions like, you know, when you have a baby, does that stretch out your vagina? And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm assuming uh, the baby has to get through there. So yeah, how does that, Dave Ramsey fit into no, this? Well, hang no, on. no, I'm just I'm just explaining why I didn't give much credence to her <laughs> okay, suggestion. Okay, wait. I I thought that you were gonna go into when you said that she'd ask questions like when you have a baby, does it stretch? And I was like, stretch out your, exp- you know, like your <laughs> your your budget or you know, I was not expecting to hear the well, this, I'm explaining why I didn't pay much attention to her suggestion, because she would ask questions like this. Oh, my God. And and I was like, yeah. And she was like, well, after you have a few babies, are, are, wouldn't they be afraid that they would just fall out? I am not about to talk about my vagina. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to talk about that. So when she would ask questions like this, I would, I would think, all right, well, maybe... Maybe trusting her as a source of financial information isn't the best thing to do. So I, I was, yeah. I was very, no, I know, but I was being, I was very arrogant. I should have, because now that you know I've come back around to him, I listened to his book and it made a lot of sense. And I wish I would have 
taken his advice seven years ago when he was probably first introduced to me. But anyway, back to why I think we're living in a simulation. So I, I uh, you know, find out about this guy again, and now I'm totally swinging from his nuts. I'm listening <laughs> to everything he has to say. And then just by coincidence, I'm listening to, I'm watching this video on a website called Creative Live, and it's about how to, uh, how to improve your podcast through storytelling, which you should probably listen to, by the way. You're a terrible storyteller. Can't help it. I'm learning. What's this it's called again? Uh, I'll send you the information. I don't have it in front of me. All right, so this guy is talking about a story he had done for This American Life. He plays a clip, and the subject of that story was Guess Who?, Okay. He played Guess a who? clip of a story he had done when he was working for This American Life. Guess mm-hmm. who that story was about? Dave Ramsey. Yes. <laughs> what are the chances, cuz? Um, like a sign? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Because Dave Ramsey does uh, have, you know, he's, he's a religious guy. And he mm-hmm. does teach finances from kind of a kind of a biblical slant. Uh-huh. You know, he ha- he has like a a godly point of view towards money and finances and and how debt is never spoken of positively in the Bible. So I just thought it was weird. And maybe it was a sign that uh, maybe I'm on the right path. Because That's I have good. I've gotten super excited about this. He he lays out seven baby steps for getting out of debt. And he has this motto, live like no one else, so one day you can live like no one else. Wow. And there is only one Dave Ramsey out there. I don't know what you mean. Uh, just what you said. Live like no one else so that you can one day live like no one else. What does that have to do with only one Dave Ramsey? Well, Dave Ramsey only lives like Dave Ramsey. No, and no, no, no. He means like... You know, while you're getting out of debt, you have to cut corners and you may, maybe even have to sell some stuff, you know, and live on rice and beans for a while and quit going out to eat. You know, cut out a lot of the, the stuff and be really frugal so that you can yeah. pay off your debt and start putting money away towards your retirement so that when one day comes, you'll be wealthy enough to live like no one else. So, you know, you're living like no one else in the beginning because you're living under your means. You're not keeping up with the Joneses. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, when I was really going through the Fisher pain, because <laughs> uh, there can't be a podcast show without the mention of it. Yeah. How's that going, by the way? Um, Real quick, I think, not super detailed. Oh, no. It's it's on its way to recovery. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, have you but been during sitting, that... Have you been sitting in your sits bath that looks like a pink cowboy hat? No. Okay. <laughs> I haven't done it. I thank God I haven't had to really sit in it. Oh, good. But um, hopefully, you know, I have it there in case I need it. It was twelve bucks on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but while I was, you know, going through that issue um, at work, there's about four or five of us that go to lunch all the time, like sometimes three and four times during the week. So even though I eat really cheap, and when I say cheap, um, I mean less than $5. That is really cheap. But sometimes when we go out, it's places that I can't get, you know, 
cheap meals like that, it comes out to be like ten or twelve dollars. So it it I know I kept noticing, geez, I'm I don't have any money left out of my check. Like same here. I get paid, and if I'm taking forty to fifty dollars a week eating out, then I'm really messing up. So a good thing from that experience with my Fisher, I noticed I couldn't go out to eat with them, um, that I could see how much I was spending when I was going out to eat. Yeah. And even even if it's just, you know, less than $5, maybe that's once or twice a week, but the other times it's, you know, it's usually double that amount. So... I'm making a point not to to make it a habit again of going every day or if I do maybe once a week or every two weeks. Because? Yes. Yesterday was the first time I bought groceries in probably about a month. I've been eating out every meal. And I, I thought I thought I knew what a, I thought a budget was basically just see, like listing out what your expenses are your regular expenses, and basically that was it. Well, this guy has taught me that a budget is actually spending your money before you have it, like assigning your money to what you're going to be spending on for that month. So in addition to, you know, uh, your your normal expenses like your rent and car insurance, all that stuff, and, and obviously paying your bills that you're in debt to, like me, my credit cards, my student loans, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you have to, oh, and he's big on, on, uh, on tithing. So like first fruits, 10% right. off the top mm-hmm. goes to church or charity for me. I'll probably pick a charity or something because I have some issues with giving the Catholic church more money, mm-hmm. but that's me personally. So, uh, yeah. So I've, for the first time in my adult life, created an actual budget. I've taken cash out of the bank so that I, I, I don't think I can quit eating out just cold turkey like that because I eat out every day at lunch to get away from the office because I need that hour away from the office because it, it gets pretty stressful there and I just, I'm tired of looking at everybody. Mm-hmm. But eventually I'm going to have to cut that out. I, I need to wean myself off of that. But I took some money out. I went shopping yesterday. I spent half my budget on groceries. I, I, I budgeted 50 bucks for groceries and 50 bucks for eating out. So 100 bucks total for food for the week. Mm-hmm. I eventually want to get that down to just groceries at a reasonable, reasonable amount. But I don't know what is reasonable for one person for one week. Because I used to just go grocery shopping and buy what I thought I needed. Mm-hmm. No matter what it costs, as long as I still had money in the bank. And I really I wasn't paying attention to what I was spending my money on. It was just going wherever, whenever. So I just it, it was like an open hose, just like spraying. Oh, I want this. Let me spray a little money that way, and this. Let me spray some money over there, and you know, I just at the end of the month, I was like, oh my goodness, am I going to make it to my next paycheck? I have right like that, like the last the last week or the last four or five days of my paycheck was when I was doing what is essentially a budget because I was like, okay, I have this much money left. That's how much I can I mean, spend each day. Until my next paycheck. Right. Which which is not cool. Yeah. <laughs> so now I have budgeted a certain amount for groceries, a certain amount for savings, 
certain amount for tithing. You know, that's the first thing, which mm-hmm. I've never really done 10%, and I'm a little bit nervous about it because, you know, I, it's a, you know, it's a decent amount of money right. that I won't be able to use towards myself, and I'm very selfish. So I don't no. know, I don't know, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. Um, and, oh, and, oh, and go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, don't be scared. <laughs> it's it's hard not to be scared, <laughs> especially because all right. So his he has seven steps. The first step is, you know, just pay everything the um, the uh, the the minimum payments on everything, mm-hmm. and during that time, save up a thousand dollars cash for emergencies. Which, by the way. A lot of this stuff I was doing before I got into debt when I was living in Kansas. I, I had a thousand bucks cash just in case. But I guess now hearing somebody who is who knows what they're talking about kind of reinforcing that behavior makes me feel like, oh, okay. So uh, basically what I'm trying to say is I've gotten dumber as I've gotten older. That is possible. Yeah. I think it happens to a lot of us. <laughs> <laughs> so my first goal is to save up a thousand dollars cash for emergencies. And then he has a method called the debt snowball, which is to pay off all your debt. Uh, well, list out your, all your debt and list it out in order of how much you owe. So smallest to largest. And I did that. And oh, my goodness, because before doing that, scary. like, I would, oh, it is so scary, especially when I look at my budget and see how much money I make and how much I have to put towards that. Um, I might have to start looking for a job on the weekends to make I don't go ahead I don't I don't think you should I think just based off of what you just said as as of how much you eat out that alone if you start cutting that out you you I bet you will not have to get a second job all right cousin well if I was able to stop eating out and live on 50 bucks worth of groceries um, um, every week that would only be an extra Two hundred dollars per month that I would be able to put towards this debt. That's twenty four hundred dollars a year. And you want to know how much debt I have? If you feel comfortable putting that out there. Well, I mean, it'll let people know not to rob me. Yeah, they might throw your stuff back. <laughs> <laughs> they might be like, "Hey, buddy, you need this might, more than I do." Yeah, they might go rob for you. <laughs> <laughs> Here, man, I feel bad. I have, oh, shoot, I don't have it added up there. Roughly, I have about $89,000 in debt. That's not bad. Uh, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) I'm joking. Damn, cuz. I know. That's probably about what, combined, you're a little less than what, I mean, yeah. That's a combination of student loans about um, about sixty six, sixty seven thousand of that is student loans. Uh, credit cards I stupidly use to supplement my income when I couldn't find a job when I first moved here. I was the absolute worst. I've, I'm right there with you. Cause. Yeah, I was unemployed for two years when I moved back to Texas because for whatever reason I could not find a job, and I know that I was being arrogant in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Tell Eric hi. Hey, hey Luis. Does he see me waving? That's so funny. He's telling me. He's telling you. Bye, Eric. Oh, my gosh. I'm busy here. 
I'm on a call. Who is it? Okay, well, hurry up. I Who is it? It's Isabel. Ask her if she wants to be on the podcast. Do you want to be on the podcast? I want to ask her a question. Hold on, that's that's Pila. Hold hey, on. Pila. Oh, he's right there. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. She just did her makeup, so. Well, I just want to ask her a question real fast. Pila or Isabel? Either one. Whoever wants to be on the podcast. Um, who wants to be on the podcast? Eric wants to ask y'all a question real quick. Pila? Oh, okay. Make a point. What does that do? Get up. Eating? You have to talk? No, I was. Hurry. Yeah, get closer to the mic. First of all, tell Hey, Pila. First of all, tell Isabel I said happy belated birthday. Oh, well, she kind of left. All right. Pila, I wanted to... Okay, get a little bit closer to that microphone. Okay, I wanted that's to ask good. you... Yeah, that's good. Uh, what do you think of your mom having a podcast now? I think it's pretty cool. I like her little setup. I yeah? It's cute. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you ever listened to the podcast? No, I have I listened to like one. And what'd you think of it? I think it was pretty cool. You think it's cool, but you only listen to one. Okay, so it's not that cool. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's not It's not really your style, but you like that your mom's doing this. Yeah, I think it's cool that she does it. Okay. It's something for her to do. It's like a little hobby. <laughs> 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 yeah, you don't like seeing your mom doing nothing, huh? She she has enough for nothing She's to do. I, I don't know, I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> no problem. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye. Close the door. As if I don't have enough to do. I know, damn. Because gives her something to do. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, they act like I'm like unemployed. Man, they just think you're worthless. She's like, I think it's cute. Everything <laughs> when it and I, when I do something, everything is oh, that's so cute. <laughs> oh, that's cute, mom. You're so cute. Oh my goodness. Cause. So when I heard her say that, I was like, oh my gosh. Did you ever go Here through that go. phase? No. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot where I left off. Oh yeah, we were interrupted. Yeah, hang on. Oh, I look rough. Get my hair done. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything because ever since we started the Skype stuff, I've been like, oh, what's wrong with Nortis? <laughs> well, I think I have bags still because of the... Staying out for 24 sleep hours? Sleep deprived, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but what you were saying about... Um, well, I, I'm in a lot of debt, basically. And I have mm-hmm. a plan now to start getting out of it. But it's going to take a lot of work and probably some extra work on the side to make some extra money because with the amount that mm-hmm. I make per year versus the amount that I actually owe, it's um, it's going to take a long time. And I don't want this to take a long time because I'm, a, I'm about to be 40 and I don't want this to last me the rest of my life. Yeah, because... Um, I'm sorry. Just no, and I want to retire a millionaire. I want a million dollars... In investments and in the bank, and I want my net worth to be over a million dollars when I when I retire because I don't want to have to worry about money. Cause I think that's the goal a lot of people have. But I mean, a lot of people have that goal, but they have no, they don't know how to. 
to go about doing that. And the thing I like about this guy is like he's he's offering you advice on how to do that. He so makes I'm, it real. Yeah. So I'm gonna take He makes advice. it seem achievable. Yeah. I was when I first yeah. when I first started listening to him and putting this together and, and seeing what I owed, I got super excited. And then when I made out my first budget and saw how much money I had left to go towards savings and the emergency fund and all that stuff, I I got super bummed out. And that's when I decided like uh yeah, this is gonna it's gonna take a while. Yeah. Um when well, you know, I worked in oh God, I'm sorry you have to cut like that door sound out because people just don't understand I'm working right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. I'm glad you have something to do. Oh my gosh. You know what? You need to get a, a sign that says on air and tape it to the outside of your door so that people know when you're recording. Either that or the WD forty. <laughs> <laughs> or both. <laughs> Um, no, because, you know, I was in banking for a long time and you would think that that would have influenced me in my spending, but I never, I didn't really, even though I went through several classes and different types of programs so that we could teach people how to manage and save and bank, I never applied that to my own individual finances. Like I could sit there and tell Luis and I did. Like how to do it, how to make, how to save money, how to, you know, not keep money in your checking account so much unless, you know, you have a big expense to purchase, the importance of having credit cards and blah, blah, blah. But I never applied that to my own individual stuff. And I kind of did the same thing as far as you, I I would just go and spend money for no reason just because I could. Yeah. And it's funny you say about credit cards too, because this guy is... So against credit cards, like cut up your credit cards now, pay them off because it's only using your credit cards is only another way to get into debt. It's you're borrowing money, even if you pay your credits or credit cards off every month, you're still you're creating a habit. And when you have actual ca- hang on, when you're actually spending actual cash, it, it uh triggers the pain sensor in your in your brain it hurts to pay with cash because when you're paying with a credit card, that piece of plastic. You don't really see it the same way that you look at money. And it's true. Because, that is true. Because when I took out the money this week to go buy my groceries and stuff, I paid in cash. And it's been so long since I paid in cash. I hate dealing with coins. Oh, my goodness. I hate that so much. What but, are coins? Exactly. But when I paid the woman in cash, I was like, oh, my goodness. I, now I just have this much left for the rest of the week. I got to you know, gotta be careful. Make it work. Yeah, yeah. that is so true. It, I could not agree with that more. I mean, I gotta, I gotta unfortunately, admit. go ahead. I was gonna say, unfortunately, there's so much that's based on credit rating that it could hurt you either way. No, I mean, I know that having debt is probably worse, but when you well, go and get car insurance, house insurance, um, there's so many jobs. There's so many or employers now, people that look at your credit rating to determine what kind of how you pay your bill. And so instead of it being, oh, you have no credit, you're a high risk. We're going to have to charge you more. Well, or you have established credit and you get this low rate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think his point was that, you know, if you have zero credit, 
because you know once you cut up your credit cards and you pay off all your debts, eventually your credit score will make it to zero. But it means that you have no debt. I don't know um, how far back in your credit history they can go, but uh, his big thing is saving up and paying for stuff in cash. So I, I know you can't really do that with like insurance and stuff like that, but. I think uh, if you can prove that you have enough, a certain amount of money in the bank and stuff like that, they might be able to work with you. I, I don't know for sure. That's not going to be an issue for me for a while, mm -hmm. obviously, because I have so much debt right now. But I like, I like his his thoughts on like, you know, you don't spend your money until you, until you've earned your money. Right, that's so, a good point. And yeah. I mean, I think it has probably a lot of helpful. I'm sure he has. He's a very successful man, and so yeah, he's a he, well. I'll tell you his story real fast. He's a millionaire twice. First time he made millions of dollars, he lost it all, mm -hmm. and he was broke, and you know it affected his marriage. And I, I guess they almost broke up, but then uh, he uh, started this new method and built up his wealth again, and he's been preaching it to anyone who'll listen and helping as many people as he can. And he goes through a lot of churches and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I, and I do, even though I didn't want to, this is one of the reasons why I first didn't want to listen to him. I do appreciate that he does have a religious um, influence on, uh, mm -hmm. on his teachings. Yeah. Um, Loopy, I don't think she would mind me sharing this with all of you. <laughs> All of our listeners. Yeah, your sister Lupin. <laughs> yes. She is very adamant about tithing. I mean, she... I'm not there yet. I've, I'm kind of like you. I believe... I, I I do believe in it, but I think sometimes when I'm like, gosh, I only have X amount of dollars left. <laughs> yeah, no. Because mine... Well, when I used to go to church, it would be like 10 or $20 when the collection basket would come around. And I say 10 or 20 but usually it was around 10 mm -hmm. <laughs> Occasionally... Occasionally it would be 20. Mm -hmm. And I would feel like, oh, I'm doing my part. But that's that was nowhere near 10% of what I was making at mm -hmm. the time. And, you know, to I don't know where it says in the Bible about 10%, but I, w I was always weary about that. Yeah. But if it, because I always felt like it was uh, like the priests and stuff like that were just like, mm -hmm. hey, we need your money. Because the first time that I actually heard a mass that was centered around tithing was when the church that we grew up in, mm -hmm. uh, St. Anthony's, yes, had um, they had to have some work done. Their their foundation was messed up, and they got the foundation fixed. Which obviously you need to have that done. You don't want your church falling down on your congregation. That would be mm -hmm. terrible and disastrous. But then they had all this other stuff renovated, and then when they opened it back up, it was like gold everywhere. The church was completely different. There was so much marble. They had that giant... Um, Fountain. What's that? Yeah, yeah, all that. And uh, the altar was was lowered and, and, like, all kinds of stuff. And, and it just looked really... I mean, it was beautiful, but there was just so much gold stuff everywhere. It looked kind of gaudy, you know, like mm -hmm. a, little, a little flashy. And mm -hmm. I was just thinking, man, you know, how much did they spend on this? How much did they really need to spend? How much could have gone to help the poor like, you know, like we're supposed to as mm -hmm. Christians? Mm -hmm. And that first mass that I went back to, uh, they were talking about the importance of tithing. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, you, you need that money now to pay for all this work that you just had done on here. All mm -hmm. this, a lot of unnecessary work. And it, mm -hmm. it, made, it, it made me feel really sour towards tithing to the church, partly for that. 
And then yeah. the contra- other controversies that the church has had where they've used money to pay off people. Yeah, people and, and things. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just like, it's really, it soured me towards that. Yeah. But, but if it can go towards like a charitable organization and still count as tithing, I, w- I would, I would definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I feel more comfortable doing that. I, th- I think the church has been renovated twice actually now. Um, <clears throat> and I do know that one of the times the pastor was like, you know, they had a loan. They had a loan. And the church got into debt? Yes. The church oh, had no. a loan. And um, I think it was maybe a few years back. It could be longer. Um, they ma- had an anonymous donor pay it off. Wow. So, um, and it was, you know, I was like, wow. Because I thought, kind of, I'm kind of like you. When it when you see all that flashy stuff, you know, don't get me wrong, it is beautiful. I mean, yeah, it is. But there's been times there at St. Anthony's, and I and I have to work on this, but sometimes I don't feel like I can go to a different church and feel humbled, like just with the the homily, the the people. You know, it's just a different feeling. And I think it really has to do with the setting of the environment, the the church itself. Yeah. And sometimes at St. Anthony's, I've had situations where I'm like wanting to tell someone off or like, hey, what's wrong? My hand's not worthy for you to shake and give me the side of peace. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm out at the club. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I know that that's not God. You know what I'm saying? I know yeah. that's not the the true meaning, and so I have stopped going there for a while. But as far as the tithing part, of again, a few years back, I started doing like volunteer work, and oh, that's good. And what when we would go through these the classes to prep for um, like CCD and the different uh, events that they were holding. It's not just physically tithing with your cash or your money. Tithing, right. um, the way I interpreted it was that you can tithe by with your time. You can tithe by, you know, helping out at a food bank or, you know, just different things. Because truly not everybody can afford to give 10% of their money. But it, it, it depends on if you, you know, there's so many other ways to help. But, I mean, That's if true. you can and give some cash, and so I know that will help, but also your time. There have been so many times I wanted to volunteer, too, and I'm I'm just such a lazy butthole. Well, I'm so, I don't have anything else to do, and I think it's cute that I've found this, ho- this hobby. <laughs> <laughs> this hobby. Well, because no, well, um, when I first got my vehicle, when it was, it was brand new, and I was really thankful to have gotten it. And I wanted to to use it for good, so I uh, looked up uh, delivering some Mills on Wheels. Uh huh. And oh, this is so bad. The the place that did it and the deliveries were well, I, I'm not sure. I, I can't say where they delivered. Well, the the areas that they delivered to and the place where it was was like super far away. And I was like, oh man, that's really far. I don't think I'm gonna do that. And I did. Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Oh, man. (laughs) It's crazy. Uh, Um, I don't know, because, I mean, if you feel like you want to do that, 
I always had a feeling that I wanted to help. I don't want you now. (laughs) (laughs) And you have to start like with baby steps because if you do, you will get discouraged and you won't want to do it. That's what Dave Ramsey Ramsey calls uh, his seven steps for getting out of debt. Seven baby steps. I I got that from what you said earlier. That's why I threw that in there. Okay. (laughs) But um, I started because I felt like I wanted to, to volunteer. And I didn't know how, what I could do. And what do you so, do? What, what, uh, your volunteer work, what is it? I don't do it anymore, but I'll get to that in just a minute. But um, oh, I was me. teaching Sorry. CCD to first oh, graders. Right. And I, I did that. that for about four years. Um, but I'm I, so sorry. No, no. I kind <laughs> of, I got burnt out on it. Like I no longer felt like it was something I wanted to do. I was starting to feel like I was obligated to do it. I wasn't enjoying it as much and the, not the kids at all. I, I did enjoy them. I still do enjoy kids, but it was more so like the, it was not very organized and they were Mm -hmm. beginning to, more kids were attending. It was, it it just got to me because I, and then of course I decided to go back to school. So I stopped volunteering <laughs> mm. sounds like you made a selfish decision a sure. selfish decision <laughs> shut up <laughs> sounds like you made a selfish decision <laughs> no because going back to school not only is going to benefit my family but it's going to deepen me <laughs> <laughs> did you qualify for a grant or anything when you went back to school for scholarship mm, I think yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's um, good. but I and speaking of school, I did register for this fall semester. Um, All right. I'm taking a business class, and I'm gonna finish up on one of my history classes. All right. So I'll get to learn about history that happened, um, probably a thousand plus years ago, so that. I can help my kids learn about history today. (laughs) 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 I don't know if it's that important. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty good to know your history. I think it is to, you know, you have to go back so that you know what not to do or what help works, what will work for the future. Yeah, because they say, like, um, those who don't know their history are destined to repeat it. Yep. But that's exactly what we've done. Yeah, I know. I was about to say, kind of happening right now. But we just uh, enhance it with technology. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, it's too funny. Because um, I think I'm getting, I think I'm getting to the age now where technology is starting to pass me up. Because there's no actual real way to keep up with it. I don't know if you've realized that. Well, it's, the kids seem to be keeping up with it pretty well. The kids, because their parents pay for it. Well, that's true. But once they get old enough, they won't be able to keep up with it either because they won't be able to afford it because they'll be tithing. (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) That's messed up. I don't want to touch that one. I'm joking. I didn't. I'm sorry. That's so messed up. (laughs) Oh, goodness. You just made me laugh a fart out. That's sick. Let's see. Do you have yeah. any Facebook news? Facebook news. 
Um, let's see. Let me check. Hold on. Let's see if there's anything. Oh. Wait, you do? Yeah. Um, All right, hang on. Wait, 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 hang on. You got some Facebook news? It's not. <laughs> Come on, you know how I love my, my music and sounds. It's time for the Facebook news with number two. Okay, so um, first thing that popped up on my Facebook was Phoebe's, I don't know what this means, Phoebe's DIY unicorn cake. And um, I'm going to show you, Eric, because you can see it. Can you see that? Hold it's it up higher. Hold it up higher. Yeah, your phone turned off. <laughs> oh. Um, while I'm holding it up higher so you can see, it's Okay, a, so it looks like a cone with a lot of different colors. I think it's pride colors. Oh. She has a gay unicorn. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I support cool. my cuz. Yeah. She's my fave cuz. I know. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um... Yeah, I just seen another person in a swimsuit. Go people that wear swimsuits. Um, that's pretty much it. Well, that's not really a good Facebook. Oh, today's Brianna's birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Brianna. Yeah. She's not going to hear this. And neither is her mom, even though I send her a link to the podcast every week. She doesn't listen. <laughs> All right, I have some news. Okay. I have a buddy. I have a buddy who is a, a he's a Republican. I don't think he's a delegate, but he he's big in the Republican Party. And he said, "If elected president, I promise to sleep my way to the Oval Office. How can I sign a bad bill into law if I'm asleep all the time?" Let's be honest. If politicians accomplish as much nothing as I do, we'd be in a much better place. And it's a picture of him in a chair at some. A Republican gathering, and he's asleep. Oh my <laughs> and he's a big dude, and he's wearing a, a giant cowboy hat and sunglasses. It's hilarious. What is that on? Uh, it's on my Facebook. Oh, I don't want. Okay. I don't want to give his name. Oh, okay. Because he is he is big in the in the Republican Party, and at least in this area, the uh, Texas Republican. Something oh. Or other. Hmm. Um. Another Facebook news, uh, there was a shooting near College Street, and two people have been detained in the, uh, to the incident. Because Facebook news is supposed to be funny, goofy stuff. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, here's one. This is so bad. It's in Spanish. It says, my day was terrible. I want to cry. because <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Who posted that? I can't say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Woo. It ain't real unless it's posted on Facebook. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, I have a couple people that Oh, look at this stupid Facebook post. <laughs> Sending out a hug. That's from your mom. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Oh, no, it was a response. Um, oh. Your sister shared something. Your sister, uh, Loopy, mm -hmm. says, I'm going to see who really cares. I need a hug or two. To give me a hug, like and share this post. I know who will hug me and who will not. And then your mom responded, 
sending out a hug. <laughs> it's not how you do it, Aunt Mary. <laughs> You're supposed to like or share. Because <laughs> that is horrible. You know who uh, posts a lot of funny stuff? Who? Are you friends with Tyler on Facebook? No. Oh, my goodness. Let me see. He always posts funny memes. Mm. All right. So, for example, he posted this. It's a picture of um, four white people. Three of them are on one side of a desk. The other one is on the other. It's like uh, like an interview setting. And it says, boss. The boss says, any experience as an actor? And the guy says, I made a sex tape once with my... I made a sex tape with my ex once. And the boss says, that isn't acting. And the guy says, you haven't seen my ex. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is so bad. <laughs> All right. He posted another one. He says, uh, the first guy who heard a parrot talk was probably not okay for several days. Wait, what? <laughs> the first guy who heard a parrot talk was probably not okay for several days. Why? Well, because no one had ever heard a parrot talk before. We know parrots talk because mm-hmm. that's just what they can do. Yeah. But if you th- if you never if you didn't know that a parrot could talk and you heard one talk for the first time, you'd probably be freaked out. <laughs> like, oh my god, this bird can talk. <laughs> this bird is a human. Oh gosh, that's bad. Anyway, well, wait one more. Oh, no, oh, hang on, wait one one more. <laughs> oh man, Tyler's so. I don't know where he finds this stuff. Tyler is um, our, our our cousin um, through Phoebe and Angie's relationship. So it's a guy and a girl laying in bed. They're back to back. And she's looking at him kind of... Uh, 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 sh- she looks kind of angry and he's just kind of staring off into space. Looks kind of like, you know, the setting for someone who just had an argument went to bed angry. Yeah. And she's thinking, he must be thinking of another woman. And he's thinking... If I illegally download a movie in the Bahamas, does that make me a pirate of the Caribbean? <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I Sometimes guess uh, I ask Luis because he goes into like these stare, these moments of whatever, and I'm like, "What are you thinking about? Nothing." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "No, tell me. You can tell me. No, I'm not thinking about nothing." <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Sometimes how can you be sitting there and not be thinking about anything? I don't know. Sometimes I just stare off into space. It's like a like a a brain shit. No, I don't buy it. <laughs> he's thinking what? about something and he's probably not wanting to tell me it's another woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh no. I can tell you it's it's probably not another woman. He's probably thinking, why, why me? <laughs> <laughs> no, there are t- look, I can't speak for all guys, but I think I can speak for all guys when I say sometimes we don't think about anything. It's impossible. I, I think there's more to it. <laughs> no, sometimes we're like, oh my goodness, here's a moment of silence. Let me just enjoy this. And then, what are you thinking about? <sighs> oh, God, nothing. I was enjoying my moment of silence. Like, what's wrong? Nothing. What do you think about nothing? Fine, don't tell me. <laughs> <We just can't laughs> <do it. laughs> or uh, with Luis, I know we're getting a little off, but sometimes, well, it's been a while, but when he would 
hang out with his friends either outside of the house or if we were at a party together and he's with his buddies. And I'm like, gosh, I was like, we were there for a long time or they were here for a while. You know, what, what, what'd y'all talk about? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, so you just sat outside for four hours and you're telling me nobody said a word. <laughs> well, well, we really didn't talk about nothing. I mean, that is, I'm like, oh. I mean, it's probably just bullshitting. Well, he needs to learn to communicate <laughs> that bullshit with me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I mean, there's some things guys just can't talk to women about. I know. I know. What if he was? What if he was talking about the good old days before he was married? Possibly. Can you talk about that with you? Would you appreciate um, that? I guess y'all's relationship. Is y'all's relationship strong enough to 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 bullshit about stuff like that? Um, I think so, and I think we're learning a little bit. Because Luis is a good-looking dude. I, I got a feeling he pulled in a lot of women before he met you. Oh, I think so. Yeah, he kind of told me he did. <laughs> um, but it doesn't bother me because, I mean, to me, if you didn't, if he didn't do that and stuff. And we went to high school together, me. so I know you pulled in a lot of dudes. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because now that our kids are our kids are growing, like older, like yeah. 19 to be exact, Isabel, Priscilla will be 18 in January. Oh my goodness. Our parenting skills are... I have to remind him that we were both young and we did things when we were younger and it's just sometimes human nature. It's in people to have those same feelings or to want to do those same things. And now it's different for us because now we're the parents and we're like, no, you can't do that. I'm more open mind. <laughs> I'm more open minded about it than he is. And I was like, you know, you, you got to remember it's, it's, you know, human nature. It's just, it's not, because anybody's being bad. It's just, yeah. there's a right way to go about it, I would think. But we're all our own person. We can't, you know? Yeah, I know. Everybody's but different. It's as much human nature uh, for parents to want to protect their kids from the evils and Im- impurities of the world. Yeah. But sometimes, I mean, yes, that is absolutely true. But to me, when a when a, a young person has something in their mind, it does not matter. I know what they're told, and they they're not truthful. They know how to. <laughs> I'm telling you, if anybody that does listen to this and think that they know their kids, their grandkids, their nieces, their nephews, whatever, and they think that they're truthful with them, just know that they're not. <laughs> They lie. <laughs> they are good liars. They manipulate. They know how to work the system. <laughs> <laughs> What's the biggest lie you ever told your mom? Um, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you are so wrong. <laughs> I'm kind of glad my mom doesn't listen because she'd probably be so upset. <laughs> <laughs> I wish she would, but she'd only hear it on one ear. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um. I don't know. Um, like, that I remember when I was younger? Yeah, anything. Um, probably that, well, I'm just going to say it. I mean, 
probably that I had not had sex when I actually already had had sex. Oh. <laughs> Did she find out about that eventually? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, but um, yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that at that. It wasn't like she caught me or anything like that. It's she had asked, and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> not done that yet <laughs> oh my goodness yeah that's probably that I can think of right off that was probably the biggest thing but now it's like you want your you you don't want them you don't want kids to feel bad about sharing those types of things with you like I think one you're embarrassed depending totally. on how yeah you're embarrassed you're scared you don't want to get beat. You don't want to get in trouble. Um, but I think. The oh, you're most... talking about you're talking about from the kids' point of view. Yes. Uh, I was talking about from the adults' point of view. Well, <laughs> from the adults' point of view too, it's like you want to tell them. You know, it, it, to me, I feel like the main thing is your integrity, your self-respect, your safety, um, all those important <laughs> life. <laughs> and there's so many diseases out there now. That's yeah, all that stuff is so important. That's what you want. That never goes away. I know. Listen, because I've never been great with the ladies, mm -hmm. but I've had to turn women away because I've seen them get cold sores before. And I'm like, I don't know if that's a cold sore or a herpes or what, but I don't want that on my... Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, that's where it's going to go first. Right. That's <laughs> 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 so bad. But It is. I'm like, why can't I meet a good, clean woman without cold sores? <laughs> because they don't, oh, <laughs> they don't exist anymore. <laughs> oh, there has to be. No, I have a friend that um, her she took her son to the doctor because he got a cold sore, and she wanted to make sure it wasn't herpes because he's sexually <laughs> he's sexually active. <laughs> what the doctor said? No, it wasn't. Okay, it wasn't herpes. So he's good. <laughs> Okay, good for that kid. <laughs> but and what was that kid's name? <laughs> no, don't. No. Just, I'm just kidding. What was <laughs> but, your friend's name? <laughs> no. But that stuff is. I mean, some people may look down at her doing that or at her knowing that he's sexually active. But again, she's not going to stop him. There's absolutely nothing she's going to do to be able to tell yeah. him don't do it. Yeah, because the, the harder you try to stop a kid from doing something, the more they want to do it. Yes, and. I try to tell mine, you know, I'm not, I can't tell you I'm going to like your answer or what you tell me or what you want to talk about me with, but I'd f I'm only here to t help, help make things better. And I know they have to experience their stuff on their own. They have to get hurt. They yeah. have to learn on their own, but that's just hard. Man, I'm so glad I'm not a parent right now. Oh gosh, you have no idea. <laughs> No, I enjoy being a parent, and I I had, you know, obviously, it's, I started very young. I was 19 when I got pregnant. No, I was just, I was 18, about to turn 19 when I got pregnant. Damn. And I had her when I was 20. And, of course, I'm still young, even though I don't feel like it sometimes. Wait, how were you 18 going on 19 when you got pregnant and then had her when you were 20? That means that you would have been pregnant for over a year. No, I found out I was pregnant like in December, and my birthday's December twentieth. Okay. So. But still, nine, ten months later would still be. No, August. 
Anyway, I'm sorry. Getting bogged down with the math. I think August, I mean, December is when I found out I was pregnant. So that means I probably got pregnant in November. Say so November. Remember, December, uh, yeah, go ahead. Remember, remember yeah. the 5th of November? Yeah. Technically, you're well, like, you're, you feel like you're pregnant for 10 months. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, it formed uh, in November. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably one month in December. <laughs> Okay. So December, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, nine months. Okay. Yep. Uh, I missed my period for 10 months, though. <laughs> thanks for letting me know. <laughs> That's when I knew all oh, hell was about to break up. <laughs> <laughs> Were you scared when you got pregnant? No. Because <laughs> by then my mom already knew I was active. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were already married then, weren't you? Yeah. But we weren't okay. living together. Oh, that's so weird. I know. It's weird. Now I can't let the that? little... Yes! That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that, e- that is so disgusting. <laughs> I-, I might cut that out. <laughs> yeah, we're going into an hour and a half. <laughs> well, I just wanted to ask you the most important question. Twat was that. <laughs> uh well remember uh, a few weeks ago i was i was telling you i was feeling like the pangs of becoming a father yeah okay i think i'm over that now thank god <laughs> that wasn't that long <laughs> it didn't take much no I, i'm just kidding sort of um the cliche is like when you have a baby it changes everything like you it changes you as a person Mm-hmm. So when you had your first kid, did you feel that change immediately? Um, and if you did, can you describe what that change was? I did feel the change. Um, one, I was scared, but I, a lot of the stuff uh, or things that I needed to do came naturally. I think that's just God's, you know, work. But what what was that change that you felt besides fear? Um, it was no longer me. There was, I, had, I was entrusted to care for a life, like something that grew inside of me and I had to take care of it now. And the hardest part is not so much doing those things. Cause like I said, it comes natural. And then I didn't know that stuff. Like I didn't recognize that it was coming natural. I just went into the action of, okay, this, this person has to eat. I have to take, you know, extra handle with care, you know, those things. And it's really hard, really, really hard when, when you're so young and you don't, it doesn't matter, I think, with age. Um, but when one person starts going through those um, automatic changes and your spouse or that person that helped bring this life in to the world is not right there with you at the same level. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, like Luis was there, but his maturity level wasn't where it should have been. Um, he kind of did and continued to do what he wanted to do. That makes it, that part makes it so much harder. So that, that kind of scares me because one of my guy friends told me when he had his kid, he was like, it changed me. It, like immediately. Mm-hmm. And I just assume that that happened for everybody, but mm. when I hear that it you know didn't change the maturity of of your husband, it makes me worry because I 
if I ever become a father, I don't want to be a bad father. Well, because not to rain on your parade. Oh, and, and by the way, not that Lu- I don't think Luis is a bad father at all. Mm-hmm. I'm just scared because, uh, well, we talked about it last week about mm-hmm. not growing up with the, with the father. Yeah. I had father figures in my life, but, you know, I didn't grow up with my father, and I'm, I'm so afraid that I'm going to do the same stupid shit that he did. Yeah. Um, I think that will come... You won't know until you actually do that, and you can't really, you can't really say. But just to let you know, it's not just men. I think it's it could be either or. You could be the greatest dad, but that mother may, she may be the one that has the trouble growing up or having mm. to to know the responsibilities. That's what I'm saying. Well, I think it's it a, is. At this season of my life, at my age, um, most of the women I'm I'm looking for hopefully are already at a maturity level that that they'd be able to handle that responsibility. Yeah, because although y- when I w- when I was in college, I did go out with some some girls who were way too young, and <laughs> holy shit, their maturity level was just. That's how you about the girl that I invited invited over to watch ET because she'd never seen ET before. I think so. <laughs> okay, well that should have been a clue right there. <laughs> If you want to get with me, she's you have to have seen E.T. already. She's probably like, um, who's E.T.? Nah. <laughs> Those are my initials. <laughs> well, that too. But all she, all she said about the movie after we watched it was, he was weird. He looked weird. I'm like, well, he was an alien. And then she was like making the little, moving her arms like, the range of motion that he had, which wasn't very much because of the technology at the time. Mm-hmm. She's like, when he hugged him and she waved her arms around like this, it was weird. Like, weird. Do you have another word that you can use to describe <laughs> besides weird? That was cute. No, it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he found that Earth boy so he, he could bond with him. At least he gave him a hobby. <laughs> that was cool. No. Nah. I, think, I think it's cool. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh my poor child. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, cause I guess it is about that time to say goodbye. Yes, I do. I think it is. We were supposed to be on a short call, but. <laughs> well, look, cause you had to tell your scary adventures about Friday night, going to a dance. <laughs> <laughs> That's <was> funny. <laughs> Making some. And then, and then a car hits you from behind. Shit. And then a car <laughs> hit you from behind. My I don't have a car I don't have a car crash sound effect. <laughs> I was about to say my back, my neck. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for not re- re- for not finishing that song, by the way. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> Cause listen to this. I have a joke. A guy broke into my apartment last week. He didn't take the TV, just the remote. Now he drives by and changes the channels. <laughs> Sick bastard. <laughs> what was that from? <laughs> it was another Facebook. Oh, another. We're supposed to be ending this in your mind. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Who posted that? I uh, can't say. <laughs> oh, my Wait. Let me have one more. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> All right, go ahead. This one is uh, management leaves a note for Cody. He's a pizza guy worker. And it says, Cody, you cannot use pizza labels as name tags. Signed, management. And then it has on his name tag, Delu- Deluxe Sausage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one, too. What? Oh, Why did you find these earlier? I don't know. That's just too funny. Deluxe Sausage. <laughs> and it's a little thin white guy winking his eye. <laughs> oh, that's too oh, funny. Nice. All right. Well, I think I think it's that time. What time is it, Cuz? It's time to say goodbye. <laughs> you're so you're off melody. I have no melody it's time rhythm. To say good- no melody rhythm. Whatever. Back off. It's time to say goodbye to the number two podcast, and we're gonna have a good time, and then we'll talk about it. Next time when we see you and you come join our family and she tells us how she had a good week and he says that he didn't do anything cause he never does anything cause he's a hermit and it's a boring life to live. Stop it, Mr. Negativity. Boring life to live. Stop it, Mr. Negativity. It's gonna be okay, cause he's gonna work himself out of debt and meet a nice, clean woman with no cold sores on her lips and not gonna get it on his. No herpes. That's the first place. I'm gonna be okay in about 30 years when I'm out of debt and my cousin is living an adventurous life through her 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s. No herpes. (laughs) Come join us on the ride as we live our separate lives 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 <laughs> lives <laughs>